Okay, now the Chesky's back, we can begin. It's good for Shidduchim Chesky. You get a little, uh, I didn't say your last name, but if you want, I can include it next time. You're married already. Uh. <laughs> okay, um, one more uh, postscript on the challah board, because a few of you asked me after the shear. This is a very staple house, all right? And it's not, I think most of you have plastic, have, have plastic but okay, I think you should go double, double check. But um, a few of you were asking me about those uh, little screws during the shear and after the shear. I think that there are two issues over here. Issue number one is that they're spread apart. I don't think the challah is meant to be touching. Eli, I think you were saying, what if you have a big challah? They are touching. I forget who was. Uh, are you asking that? Somebody in your section there. Um, but th- there's another issue. We're not going to get to it tonight, but it's coming up in a couple of sifim. If you have something that's a maimid, we even might start part of it tonight, and it's actually holding the thing together, and it's on the inside touching the food, both of us together require tefillah with a bracha according to many, many peskim. It's the Pashas Naramah. And the question is this a maimid? I'm not convinced it is. I'm not convinced it's touching because they're usually like four little buttons on the parameters of it. And you don't really, the challah might touch it, but I think that might be incidental. And I'm not sure that it's a maimid because the thing's flat, the glass thing goes on top. If you didn't have those screws, it might move around the drop, but it's not maimid the whole thing. We're going to discuss maimid, maybe even tonight, sivav where you have a cup and the whole thing's being strapped on by outside metal, metal strips, the thing would fall apart. And if that's the case, then, uh, then you can't have... Uh, you, the, thing, the thing won't exist without it. And Mamela, that's a real Maimon. The question is, does Maimon play a role, which we'll discuss. But um, over here, this little, uh, this little button is not holding up the cleat. It's just fastening on the thing so it doesn't move around an inch or two. I'm not convinced it's a mind and I'm not convinced it's touching the food in a serious way. What? If it's holding up the cleave, then it's considered to be part of it. If it's holding together the cleave, then there's an issue of mind and we'll discuss the Machlaikis whether that's. What's an example of that that's more clear? They used to have, in the old days, apparently, because the Machaber talks a lot about it, um, they used to have, let's say, a wooden inside, and instead of, I guess, gluing the piece of wood together, they would have a metal, metal strips on the outside holding it together. And without it, they would just go like this. It's mamasha, mamasha maimid. Uh, maimid is something in various halachas of kalim. Question is, to make a difference over here, which is a machlekes we'll, uh, we'll soon go into. But let's go back. I don't know if we'll get to it tonight or, or next week. Let's go back on page Reishai and Dalit again to the Brazela making the matzahs. So if you recall a quick chazara, the Brazela making the holes here are not used for any other purpose but to make holes in dough of matzahs. And here the Ramah says again the top line, page Reisha and Dalit, Abazelim, Shabazakna Behem, Hamatzas, Enam, Tzrichin, Tfilim. Ramah just says, I don't need Tfilim at all. And the question we dealt with last night, why is it not similar to the Shechita knife, which is a step removed, but it's still a machlekes, and the suggestion was to be terrible without a bracha. Over here it's also a step removed before baking, why not be terrible without a bracha? That was the question we discussed. We gave answer number one is that the Ramah really holds like that. He just split it up as that's the way it's brought down from the Yisav Heter. It really holds just like the Shechita knife requires that a bracha based on the suffix, so to this. It's a little harder to read that in the Ramah, but 
That's the first teretz. Second teretz is that in Achanami it's different, and the difference is extremely important to cookie shaping devices and other such fun things. And that is, if it can't be used for anything else, and it's a step before tactically Rusa, then it does not require it to be at all, even that a bracha. And the example besides this um, item that's making the holes is I described a little cookie shaper and a star cookie or whatever other shapes you're trying to make. You put them down like that, then there's no other use for it. Um, I think Akiva, you asked about the bread machine. So the way you described it, besides the fact that that thing going around only makes the dough, you also pointed out that the, uh, you think the center clee has a big hole in it, which case um, even that clee wouldn't, you know, it can't double as anything else, and therefore pashas are not required. So, Tfilah. So there's a third... No, because like the mask, the only reason you do it is so you can eat the mask. It's not because it's inherent that you can taste the holes. Not true. I don't think it's true. I'll tell you why. Because... Manashevitz makes chametz de matzah. They write not for Passover use. Uh, it, but might, it might not be a chi of curries. But they make all year round matzahs, they all have holes. <laughs> so, so, why they do that? The answer is I think if the matzah start getting all puffed up and everything, probably wouldn't taste like matzah. <laughs> That's my, my guess. I can't, I'm not convinced of that, but I, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's partial that it would come out the same. What? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so that's why Sephardim. That's why Sephardim don't make hametzia matzah because it's really a cracker. <laughs> it looks and I, and, and I have news for you. Yeah, right, right, right. And we make it bismigul that it's chalavit. I'm just curious when they make a um, pick a national brand. Uh, what national brand would have a matzah like cracker? Anybody know? It's all pasakim. You guys don't go near the stuff. Anybody? What? No, national brand like a. Um, Flatbreads are, yeah, that, that they have in Hamish and national brands. Those aren't done in a matzah. They, um, most of them are heavily spiced and seasoned. A lot of them are put on afterwards. It's not a, what? Graham cat. Oh, that's, that's what I was thinking of. So uh, they have holes in them. Why? I don't know. Is it a healthy process? Are the holes only to split them, or are they also in the middle? Anybody have a graham cracker on them? You guys don't come prepared. What's the matter with you? Um, check when you get home. Uh, yeah, so I think they, I think all of them have holes. So now we have to check. Are they trying to copy Jews, or is there must be some method in the baking over here? I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying so it's not just no gear to. I don't think it's aesthetic. Why would they make little holes to make it? I don't think it's aesthetic. No, I think, I think it has to be flat and crunchy, and uh, I think that's what the cracker is. Leave me, Emily. Again, I don't know. Uh, we'll leave it to the fancy bakers. Tell your brother he's missed. Uh, he'd, he'd be giving us the information on the spot. Um, okay, so, Lamaisa, this thing uh, can't be used for anything else. Your question, though, we will get back to. In general, if you have a piece of a clee that's not really doing that much, but it's clearly metal, and it's, and it's touching the food, there might even be a good sod that it's not high food. So we will... We'll get back to that point uh, later on next week. Let's go back. In Siv Kutten Lama Tessim, page Reish Ayendal, he's going to give a couple of other examples. Uh, look on the first word in the line, Habarzelem. It's about two-thirds of the way down. First line is Habarzelem. Habarzelem, Yeshel, L'shamshan, L'davar, Roy, L'achil, L'amela, L'chashivi, K'li, Sudel, L'fizeh. 
Gam Hamachtin, it's an interesting example, uh, which he quotes from Achrenim, Gam Hamachtin, Shetayfrim Behem Oifas. You have needles, they used to sew up the Oifas. Why would you want to sew up the Oifas? Quoting the Shach over here. Stuffing. So they sew it. The original gefiltefish, yeah. Our gefiltefish today is, uh, yeah, it's a chiddush, it's still shahakal, by the way. That's, that's a different schmooze, but okay. <laughs> we get back to Masech the Brochus. There's a lot, of, a lot of flour in there with a small amount of fish. My, uh, my mother happened to complain to me recently. She had bought, uh, obviously, obviously we're not going to mention which brand. She bought a particular brand of gefiltefish uh, here in America, and she said, she lives in the song. And um, she, I don't know, she makes her own, whatever, a different style. And she said, you know, it was, uh, it didn't taste too much fish. I said, uh, Ma, the more fish you put in, the more you have to charge. <laughs> it's a lot cheaper to put in. It's not a tiny any company. It's a lot cheaper to put in the filler. The, the difficult Shiloh with this and with the Twizzlers is uh, when's across the line from um, Maimid to something there for taste. So the Twizzlers, we're not sure, and the filter fish will still make a chocolate on. So it's not, um, it's not interesting. Anyway, so when you stuff the, the chicken, if you want the stuffing to stay, you sew it up. I, I've never seen the Rebbitson sew anything. I've seen her sew lots of things, but never in the kitchen on the chicken. So I don't know why. Are we not doing this today? Are people not as mock-bid? Or some of the Rebbitsons are too busy? What? What do you say? What does your wife do? She sews it up? No. Why she is? No. no. Uh, it's a funny... Um... Then they're not putting stuffing in. Okay, but I'm saying, but even, even the rare occasion, and it wasn't on Thanksgiving, even the rare occasion I see stuffing in my house, uh, I, I don't remember any sewing, but okay, they used to do it, and they're talking about needles. Needles are metal, and it's touching a chicken. So you'll say, well, the chicken's not cooked yet, and it's a step before. Uh, good, but it's still not necessarily done with the shrit tonight, depending on which territory you hold of, because you can't use the needles for any other food application. That's why it's such an interesting example. The shach. Uh, if you don't like your tongue, you could do that. <laughs> if you want to protect your tongue, I wouldn't advise that. Maybe a toothpick would be safer. What? Yeah, I'm not, he's asking if you want to like taste it. Would you take a needle and go like that? I, I don't. Okay, we would use a toothpick. I think a needle is dangerous. A needle, you need to sew it. I don't think anybody would, you know, a needle is a needle. It's a different, uh, yeah, okay. But anyway, that's the Shach's example. That's why I describe your shaping cookies or whatever, or dough. Matzahs in this case, they had little shapers for these things. It's the peel it out of the uh, out of the clay. Uh, they only had this purpose, and it's a step removed. It's the same nafkamina. According to the first shita, it is like the shita knife. You have to do without a bracha. According to the second shita, it's patla gamri. And one should be for the first answer. Which means that you would have to be table your stuffing needles, which is a good thing we don't have them today, but I don't think people would know this. Um, it depends on which answer he's, he's suggesting to him, Ahmer, for the other terrors, which means the cookie shapers would have the same issue. Right. 
Which is what he's describing. What do you make it with? Not a regular knife, obviously. A what? A shaving blade. A shaving blade. Like a razor? Okay. So there are special knives for it as well. So the knife would be like the shrita knife, but the a razor blade would be subject to so, these two so with them. Yeah. The yeah. But again, he's, it is two with them, the Ashranim, and he suggests to be machmer, of course, without a bracha or to take something else and to make a bracha. Yeah. Without a bracha. Okay. I mean, I had something else. Yeah, something else. Okay. Okay. So it would be, there would be the similar shayel. If you're stuck and you need to use it, there's what to be saying. Okay, Sifkat Mem. Shemesakan Behem, Amatsa Sain, Sartfila, Basamachavana de Ashnia, as you just mentioned, the Bazalem Elu, Kili Misakan. It's more Kal, from Masakan Shritam, Neshir Shalasham Shalamachal Acher, Harela Chila, Miu. Top line. Next page. Hatasin Blachin, Shamanichan Isis Hamatsas Aleim. This is interesting. Say, you're putting it on these metal sheets. As we, I think, proved a week ago, you don't need a base kibble to have a Tila Shaila. You can have a, pla- you can have a flat plate. Here you have a, a blech. It's a flat piece of, of metal. And they're putting the matzahs on them. So here we're back to a similarity to the shechita knife. Because these plates can be used for something else also, even though the matzah bakery is not likely to do so. But they can be used for something else. And it's still a step before, so it'd be the same as the shechita knife. Which is what we just said. That's a greater... We're going to go through the entire kitchen once we're finished with the simon. Uh, there'll be very few kalim left untouched. Which, not today, I don't think. Uh, but the next thing, we grate vegetables. The vegetables are some of them. And therefore, as long as some of the food is used, as I mentioned, we don't go by Yes? Yes? Right. If it's no, no, you need two things. You need to, it has to be direct use, not a step before. If it's a step before, then it's like shechita knife, and it's a machlekes. So we do without a bracha. If it's direct, here you're grating a uh, cucumber. That's direct. You grate the cucumber, it falls into the thing, and you eat it. You're making a salad. That's direct enough, and that's roi la chilu. If it's you, everything is used for is one step removed. You do without a bracha. Right. You would only use for this application, so that's the two sheets here. That's a further machlekes, and there's one to rely on if you have no choice, but l'chotchidi is still trying to be titled, which is similar to his... Uh, so you're subjective use, even though it's from Kusuf, uh, from Sexu, itself directly. No, we don't say bakal daito. No, it does. It does. We don't say bakal daito. If you're going to use it for food, the fact that other people don't is irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. Subjective does, does make a difference. Consistently, if you and it's not and it's not one step removed. No, that's he has a pocket knife and uses it when he goes camping in the summer in the wilderness, and now he wants to use it. That's a Syria Shaila, and we're going to discuss that. But that's a whole separate sif, and that's going to take us a week. So we'll we'll get to that. So it is the subjective use can be can make a difference, but there are a lot of conditions. So Mitzvahim, we will uh, we will get there. Okay, Mem Aleph Einan Tzrichen Tvila Avol Misparayim Shachet Mem Yerechai. Again, besides the greater, if you have a scissor, 
Uh, somebody asked me last night here in the shir about the scissor with the chicken. You can use it for cut chicken raw, and you can use it to cut chicken uh, cooked. Uh, here he's cutting Yerachai Roy Lachila Kamoshu below Bishol, Yishlahatvil, Velar Mina, and Shachita Chayer, Lomikritik, and Kokah. We don't say it's not really doing anything. It's reminiscent of Ramesha's toaster. Ramesha used the same lush, and it's not really doing so much. So Ramesha uh, could be correct about that, all of his argue, but it could be you can hear that shita. He's pointing out, don't tell me that you have a cucumber and you didn't really need to cut it. I didn't really do a tikkun so much, so uh, it doesn't require tefillah. If you're cutting the cucumber, people cut vegetables. That's considered a tikkun, even though it was not necessary and you could have just eaten a pickle whole. It doesn't make a difference. And that's important. Ramesha would agree to that. Ramesha just, if you remember holding that the toast on the regular whole bread that was baked already is mamish, not doing anything, and that's the debatable point. Is it, is it considered a serious tikkun or not? Okay, let's continue the Amal. Go back up top on page Ayin Reish Hey. Next example. V'chein kisoy. Listen carefully, this is an important chiluk here. Kisoy shekeifen al hapas la faisoy. I don't know if we have these things or use these things, but uh, in the old days, they used to have something on top of the bread. Now, it sounds like from the Amal, it's on top of the bread to help it bake. So if it's the top of the bed to help it break, to bake, why should it be different than the next line? Kisi kadeira, top of a pot, tzarech tefillos. In the same phrase, Ramah says, the top of the bread doesn't, what, what's put on the top of the bread, the lid on top of this thing does not require tefillah, and the top of the pot does. So what's the difference? You have an explanation? Because what he's... No, I know why they, why they use it. I mean, I would want to use it, I want a fly to come in, but that's probably not the reason. Right. A clay oven or a clay container within the oven? Okay. Clay as in China, you're saying? Yeah, it's not Not glazed, okay. Okay. Okay, the problem with that, I was afraid you'd say that. That's why I wanted to suggest the flies not going in. Because the whole chilik over here is going to be that when you have a pot, that's what I mentioned last night in Hilcha Shabbos, if your chal's not finished, you pick up the lid, and then you put it back down, you're in big trouble. Because they, they, you can't say, I didn't do any cooking. That's an integral part of the cooking. You're trapping the heat, and it's helping it cook faster. And that's a real abmalacha. The same reason the Ramah ends up over here saying that kisikadeh is very much part of the thing. You have to be terrible the whole thing. But it's part of the cooking process as opposed to the bread, which doesn't have to capture the heat. That's what he's going to bring down from the Achreinim, and therefore the cover is not really aiding in the baking process, which is kind of hard to understand, because if it's not aiding, why would they put it there, unless they don't want debris falling in, which wasn't a stopper to me. I said it half-jokingly. What you're saying makes a lot more sense. It's not trapping, What difference does it make? If this helps it rise, it helps it bake, so then it's needed for the process. So why is that inherently different than the heat in a cooking process hitting the top, the condensate at the top, and then going back down and keeping the heat in? Well, no, so here actually you want to prevent it from crusting. Okay. Either way, it's trapping something you want inside? Yes. So then we're stuck. (laughs) We have a problem because that's the only chiligovia. So let's see it inside and maybe we'll have another uh, possibility. Um... Let's go to Sif Cotton Mem Bays. 
Chayin kisoi shakayfin al pas la faisa va kisa gedera tzara tefila pirish. Kisa shakayfin al pas potter meisha eno nagea ba pas. So that's good. It doesn't touch, but the problem is either there's the pot lid on the food necessarily. Havale kichatsuva, like we said before, like the greats. Very small amount of hevel in the afia because it's a dry dough. The problem is, though, so I think you're telling me the reason they put the thing on is because they want the liquid to hit and stay in. You say nothing, nothing tangible hits. So is this. No, there there's condensers and goes down. And and what happens by the bread? The steam eventually gets out. Can you can you feel the condensate on the bottom on the other <laughs> thing of the lid by bread? I don't. I, I, I haven't. You were never I in there. So. Why not? <clears throat> Not, not as much moisture. Okay, so that's what he's saying, basically. But that's a chiddush. We're quantifying, and we're saying that well, the steam by both of them, and you're putting on a lid because you want to trap the steam. But this steam is like all over the place, and therefore you can feel it. You have baked chicken dry, and you put a lid on it. You're putting a lid to capture the heat. Baked dry chicken, you're not going to have much steam. You don't have a lot of sauce. So so that's a chiddush, but obviously we have to make some sort of chilik like that, because this is what all the Achranim say. Let's see. Mem gimel shekaifen alapas, kasra apaiskim, dimekadeach shemenakfen bay brazas hachavius. You have a thing that punctures a barrel, called a spigot. So we spoke about this already in the can opener. It's the same thing. And it touches the wine inside. That's just happenstance. Eli, you're the Hebrew expert. Is this, uh, how do you pronounce this? Uh, is it Megdach or Mekadeach? What? Mekadeach. I said it right the first time, right? If you want to make sure it's a, it's a regular word. I don't want to butcher it. Even though it's, it's usually touching, especially by a barrel, by the way, you put the spigot in the barrel, you better hope it touches because nothing's going to come out if you're not at the level where the wine is. That's a chiddush, but the can opener doesn't have to touch necessarily depending how they fill it. Here, by definition, it's touching. It's not getting anything out. It's still considered incidental. It's not even touching that sale of Eichel and even if it is, it's incidental. Let's see one more. Mem Dalid. If you have a, a um, frying pan, you're deep frying or shallow frying, you have the top on, you also want to capture that Heat and condensate, dinner, kisa, gadeira, veloi, shall pass. It's more similar to the gadeira and pass. If you remain seated for a moment, we have a siyam on ksubis now. Anybody making the siyam? Good. Excellent. Okay. So if you could turn your attention 